0: You know, and, and risk always a kind of attaches itself to opportunity. So, you know, as God brings things to your attention personally or to the church or even in business, you know, those opportunities are are either what in the church context are, require faith or in the business context require planning and strategy and all the other stuff that comes with that.
1: But, um, you know, risk is still a part of both. You are listening to The Resolute Podcast, a podcast designed for the American church and its leadership and a ministry of decision mentoring. Our focus today on episode 36 if you want a guarantee buy a toaster and here are your hosts chet and greg hey guest tony
2: yeah (laughs) hey i'm skeptical of anybody who tells me they do yoga every day i think that's just a bit of a stretch
0: yeah i can see that
2: (laughs) (laughs) well hey i am here with one of my (laughs) Best friends, uh, Greg Dykstra, and Greg and I go back uh, probably probably 17, 18 years now, yeah, something like that. Yeah, and um, when I was pastoring, mm-hmm. Greg was on on my board and real uh, integral to. A lot of the things that we did, a lot of changes, that and works. hey, for the to- this topic, a lot of the risk mm-hmm. <laughs> that we that we took, we took a few risk over the years, that's known for and sure. unknown. Oh my gosh, yeah, 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 yeah. Some of them planned, and some of them not planned. Yeah. You know, but that's exactly what we're talking about today. We're talking about risk today, and uh, this, yeah, that was a kind of a strange title. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, if you if you want to guarantee, buy a toaster. Buy a Who's, toaster. Who said that?
1: I mean, I have the notes in front of me. I could tell you. There you go. I, I didn't know before I read the notes, though. Clint Eastwood
2: said that, and yeah. it's out of a it's out of a movie or something like that. It was his his reply to to someone about the the risk that he he was taking. He was willing to take, and he says, "If you want to, if you want to guarantee in life, I guess buy a toaster." I don't know why he thinks toasters are that reliable, okay? (laughs) (laughs) He's obviously not been in my house, okay? but um, So we're talking about risk. And uh, Greg, what was the last thing that you did uh, that was risky? What would you say?
0: Um, uh, Well, I would say probably lately, at least in the church context, I would say um, taking on the role of kind of doing more, Messaging on Sunday morning, delivering more of the messages. Yeah. um, Then that's a, I see that as kind of a risk for me personally, only because that's not something, of course, um, necessarily trained for. Yeah. Necessarily. uh, well, it's just a different experience. What's
2: what's what's the risk though to you in that? Well, I mean, what do you feel like you're putting on the line? I mean, there's, that...
0: Well, there's for me, it's a little bit of personal disappointment in either what I do or how I do it. There's also I worry a little bit about okay, what's the, you know the the congregation, the members are coming there for some spiritual food, some yeah, spiritual yeah, nourishment, and yeah. you're always kind of a little apprehensive that what you're providing isn't maybe sufficient for that, uh, or meeting the needs. So well, but, you have to kind of trust God's going to take whatever I was you say, do I was and say. say it doesn't ever return to him void, never comes back unfruitful or unfilled. So, but, um, so it, it isn't necessarily that kind of risk as much as it is maybe more personal, but, 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 mm-hmm.
2: you know, I, I think some of that though is because we compare ourselves, you know, to an example we have an ideal we mm-hmm. have an an image of what uh, in this case what it means to bring a message or to speak or to to guide or lead people and stuff and we have an image and stuff and then we question ourselves to say well do i do i measure up to that image and and i think the the short answer to that is no you don't mm-hmm. you never ever will because you're going you're going to be you mm-hmm. you're going to be exactly who god ca- you know called you to be yeah
0: well i think and I think the translation into the, if you would, the, the business world, too, with regards to leadership, uh, which is, I think, kind of a parallel role or perhaps um, activity, is a, a, a bit the same, though. Will they respond? Will yeah. it be something that uh, yeah. they appreciate? Will it actually lead to something? Will right. it actually make a difference? Right. Yeah, I was reading, <laughs> when I was getting ready for the message. There was one article I was reading, which is, you know, at the end of it, you should ask yourself, so what? Right. Okay. You've done all this. You've said all of this. You've, you've put this out there. Yeah. So what?
2: So what's the significance? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So
0: that, that kind of feeds that. Okay. Is there an answer to that question for the people who are sitting out there and hearing that or the people that you're in business leading? Okay. Yeah. You say that. So what, what does that mean to me? How does that help me? company or the organization or the community or the family or whatever. Yeah. So,
2: yeah, I, you know, it's
0: a difficult pill
2: to swallow, but over the number of sermons that I've delivered over the years, I, I, I've had, I can count on one hand and probably lose a couple fingers. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, I can count on one hand that the number of people who have come to me and talked to me about my sermon, talked to me about the theological Im- impact of that sermon, or the scripture, or or you know the, the context in which I was uh, presenting that, or I, I don't know, just all of that, the theological implications of that. I have had numerous people mm-hmm. come to me and talk to me about the story that mm-hmm. I shared, Mm-hmm. Okay, the personal application mm-hmm. or the story or the you know the thing that I experienced, and mm-hmm. I think that I think that says something mm-hmm. that re- really comes down to to being effective in 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 speaking in this case. Okay, sure. And taking that risk in speaking, it is to share our life. Mm-hmm. It truly is to share a witness of what what's you know we witnessed and what how that's impacted us. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and when you get the feedback that says, hey, good sermon or a good message yeah. or whatever, oh, yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. Um, but, it, oh, that really relates to me because of this circumstance I'm going through or this thing that's happening in our family or with me. Um, you know, one of the things you started was, of course, the discussion groups after the message. We continue to do that, and I think that's another opportunity for people. Now, interestingly enough, I don't sit in on those, the, the Sundays that I do, um, the message I probably should, but that's another opportunity to kind of translate whatever it is that has happened yeah. in the message yeah. into real life. Well, here's how I'm here's how that impacts me or here's what I think about that or here's yeah. what the spirit said to me well which of course is always going on and what you hope goes on
2: well you know we're talking about risk I mean, in this case we're talking about the risk that you take and even and you know placing yourself out there and making yourself vulnerable or transparent to people as you're as you're presenting God's word or and there's and like I said there's lots of different applications for for taking risk mm-hmm. are, are we risk averse? As as a culture. Um what do you think?
0: Well, uh I kinda think that depends. Um uh, you know, we just went through the Olympics. Yeah. I think people appreciate risk takers right. often. I mean they see right. the downhill racers and they see the people who are doing yeah. all that crazy wild stuff and right. they think, Oh gee, that's that's just great. And then you take a look at culture and there are um, you know, the popularity of online gambling is Amazing, yeah, uh, astounding, really. But um, uh, nuclear power, not so much. (laughs) (laughs) You know, in our society and culture, so it it does. I think uh, you know, depend on um and i was as we were just joking before we started here you know just getting on 465 sometimes uh traveling anywhere right uh, especially given what might be um any of our evaluations of the driving skills of the people that are driving along <laughs> with us down 465 yeah. but um yeah so I you know I think it just kind of all depends. It depends on what your circumstances are. It depends on what how you perceive or appreciate those risks. Maybe measures you've taken to either mitigate or manage those things. Um, that all counts. And so um, uh, I think I think we can be risk takers. You know, people that have kids every day are kind of in a sense risk yeah. takers. Yeah. And um, you know, marriage is a risk in a yeah. sense, certainly. So.
2: I think I think even realizing that being aware of mm-hmm. that 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 what might be a risk for you mm-hmm. I wouldn't I might not give second yeah. thought to wouldn't you know it, it may just be a part of who I am and the same thing here you know and sure. and so even generationally okay yeah. I mean Brandon you're mm-hmm. a younger man just okay? a little bit younger than you said <laughs> just, just a little bit you're half our age okay yep. yeah. you know but the things that you might do that you consider you know risky Whatever. Hey, let me ask you this: Do you do you own any uh, cryptocurrency? No, none,
1: none, not a, not a single currency. Yeah, and
2: why are you not? Why are you not in the cryptocurrency game?
1: It's too risky. <laughs> there you go. I mean, honestly, it's too I know. volatile. Yeah.
2: I know that was going to be my point. You yeah, know? I mean, like
1: yeah. I mean, part of me regrets not buying it. You know, years ago when crypto, when, when the first one came out, what's it even called? Yeah. Uh, Bitcoin. <laughs> Bitcoin. Thank yeah. you. Wow. Bitcoin, yeah, yeah. When Bitcoin came out, buy it for a penny and I'd be, you know, a millionaire now. I don't know. It's just, that's cr- how much it's grown, but it could crash tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, and, that, and that there's a Super Bowl commercial uh-huh. where the guy says, Hey, I'm a millionaire. And, and like the next minute, he's like, No, I'm not, not a millionaire. You
1: know, you know. there were, I, I think I heard there were more cryptocurrency commercials in the Super yeah. Bowl than non cryptocurrency commercials. Is that, is that true? There okay. were so many. I don't know. Yeah. All right. I, I All could right. have been false. But anyway, I got. I got. I got to, I got to investigate this.
2: Like <laughs> I I'm just. I just got to know more about it. Yeah. I'm Just kind of. Kind of crazy. Does God call us to take risk?
0: Oh, I'm. I'm just. I'm. I'm
2: throwing this out at you guys. Well, He
0: calls us to faith, and so I think faith, uh, depending on what that step is or what that effort is, you know, one of the things that. Um, you know, we made decisions at at uh, hope to open the building to other churches. So, right. you know, following mm-hmm. a step of faith of that. Now, does that bring certain risks with it? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Can yeah. you appreciate them? Can you maybe anticipate them? Right. Can you try to, you know, manage or mitigate or mm-hmm. somehow address them? Right. Um, kind of rationally and you know, in a in a um. Now that's all kind of on the on the um, rational side of things, but he does call us to faith, and so I think with faith you have to think about um, what is that step. Um, are we anticipating things appropriately and and uh, giving due consideration to that? But even after that, you know, the call might be no, still follow.
1: Yeah. I mean, you yeah. you
0: may not like this risk, you may not, um, and and maybe you can't appreciate it fully. But it seems, or it's appropriate for us to follow. So, so you, so you
2: do your best to evaluate. I think you do the kind of the what's the best thing that can happen and what's the worst thing yeah. that can happen. Uh, but uh, you know, depending on how you how you determine all of that, may not be the factor whether or not you move forward.
0: Right, right. And I think you know, and and risk always kind of attaches itself to opportunity. So. You know, as God brings things to your attention personally, or to the church, or even in business, you know those opportunities are are either what in the church context are require faith, or in the business context require planning and strategy and all the other stuff that comes with that. But um, you know, risk is still a part of both. Yeah.
2: Do, do we seek it out, or or do we seek wait? Risk out? Yeah. Do we seek risk nah. out, or do we wait for God to bring that opportunity along and say? say yes in the opportunity there i think
0: i think that's i don't think we purposely seek risk i think what we do seek is opportunity followership all of those things um uh that then carry with it some amount of risk now again shouldn't be fearful of risk right that's the part where i think Satan can come in, or you can get distracted, or you can get overwhelmed by the fear. Right, um, right. and that's not what we're called for. So, right. um, but you know, the opportunity and the risk are kind of.
2: I'm just, I was just trailing off and going into my, <laughs> into my past. Okay, Uh-oh. while you were, while you were, I, I was glazing over there for a second. I was just <laughs> thinking about. I remember us having conversations at a board level uh-huh. on the on the topic of. How much, if any, mm-hmm. according to some board members, mm-hmm. how much, if any, savings should a church have? Mm-hmm. And we I actually, you know, and I'm proud of this, okay? Mm-hmm. Honestly, I don't know why, but I'm just kind of proud of this, okay? <laughs> I had guys on one of the thing that says, well, it's good stewardship for us to have, you know, two or three or four sure. months of savings, and we're, you know, we're probably going to need that, yeah. and that's just wisdom and blah, 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 blah. I had another board member I could think of right now who said, "I don't think we're supposed to have any savings, mm. whatsoever. Yeah. I think we are we are strictly to depend upon depend upon God." <laughs> oh my, oh my! It's <laughs> yeah. all I'm gonna say, you know. And, and I think we we certainly landed somewhere in the middle.
0: Yeah, you know? yeah. But even in that context, I think you that person I you know may. Obviously, you're just not going to spend down to zero just to get to that risk status or that station. That's a good point. You're going to wisely use what you have, but you shouldn't stand, but that risk of being, you know, break even shouldn't stand in the way of doing what's right or what's necessary. So that
2: leads to the last question. This last question is the church as we know it today, okay? The Mm -hmm. church, the American church, big C, capital C here, is it capable of taking a risk, or do we have is 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 the uh, machine so well defined that uh, we're risk averse?
0: Yeah, it'll depend, it'll depend on what area it's in. Um, if it's uh, and, and well, okay, you're saying big C though, not little c, right? Yeah, because yeah, little c, c, I think you get caught up in. All those things. What yeah. is the the bottom line supposed to be, or what is you know? And so then you start to develop your programming uh, appropriately. But if it's big C, I think, uh, well, it should. Um, again, plenty of opportunity um, in any number of different areas for the church to move forward, to be an influence and to be an impact. And yeah. some of that is yeah. just simply going to take risk. Now, to the degree you can manage it. To the degree you can anticipate it. To the degree you can plan for it. But again, not at the expense of not following. Yeah. No, that's good. That's good.
2: Well, Greg, I am just so glad that you're going to be hanging out with us for, for this month, the okay. next you know, few podcasts. Yeah. And, and uh, it's great to have you as our guest Tony for the month, man. Well, we'll I'm sure we'll have a lot
0: to say. I feel like a guest Tony. Do you so, feel like yeah, a guest I'm, I'm thinking... <laughs> fitting into the chair. You're
2: doing well. (laughs) You're doing well. You fit the suit. It's all good. Hey, God bless.
1: Thank you for listening to the Resolute Podcast. If you want to check out the show notes from today's episode or want to learn more about joining a cohort, go to decisionmentoring.com. The Resolute Podcast is available every Thursday, wherever you listen to podcasts, including Spotify and Apple. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen so you don't miss new episodes. And finally, please consider rating us and sharing this episode to help grow the ministry of decision mentoring and the Resolute Podcast. Thanks. See you next week.